0: everybody this is madhav here from remote marketing and today i'm going to talk about how to announce pricing changes right um, so a lot of companies do pricing changes you know at the early stage at the later stage and that's primarily because of like you know one if one of these reasons you know number one it's to become more competitive in the market so let's say you know a company decided a price for their product and then um you know, and then they just went with it, and then, when they realized that in the market most of the competitors are kind of priced at a certain um you know price point uh, which could be lower than yours um to stay more competitive, they would kind of decrease their prices um just to kind of attract more customers um you could also increase prices uh kind of expand revenue from existing customers. So, you you know, a lot of companies add new pricing tiers, they raise their pricing. And here's the fact, uh, you know, as companies keep growing, all software prices need to keep increasing. That's going to be, that is standard. You cannot expect, uh, you know, a tech company to provide the same price for their products um, today and 20 years from now. Because there's inflation, there's rising costs, and all of that, and also the companies have their own growth targets, so they will always keep increasing, right? That is a fact. So if you as a business are not increasing your prices, you know, it's it's not good, especially if you've not increased your prices in the last five or six years. Um, and the thing is, in at close in, you know, in January two thousand nineteen, we did roll out a new pricing for all of our customers our, fra- our first pricing change that happened in like five or six years and it was like a due thing it was you know uh, it was delayed uh, you know for for numerous seasons but it had to happen and we did that but before we actually announced that pricing change there was a lot of pre-planning that was done and just through all of that experience today i'd like to share about when if you as a business are announcing pricing changes, how to go ahead with that uh, correctly. Because here's the problem. Um, when a company rolls out pricing changes, you know, things can get very tricky. You know, because a lot of competitors are always kind of watching their competitors. So they're watching you. And, you know, they're just waiting to make the best out of a bad opportunity that you throw out, right? And steal away your customers um and and that and that could be a huge problem right and the other issue is that when a new pricing change is rolled out right irrespective of it's a lowering of pricing or increasing of pricing you're essentially throwing all of your customers in the purchase decision again there you know they'll, there'll be a question that'll pop up like should we be paying this much for this tool should we stick with this tool or is this a good time to kind of evaluate you know other options in the market and right? maybe it's a good time to evaluate now and both of these things can make things very tricky for a business because if a pricing change is not rolled out correctly it can be disastrous it can i wouldn't say make or make a make or break a business but it can significantly impact your growth targets you know how you're growing this year and you know it could obviously cause a slow decline into your business you could just Lose your uh, market leadership, and there are a bunch of examples like that. The most recent one that I can remember is uh, th- there was an email marketing software called Drip. There st- it still is there, and then they rolled out new pricing, uh, you know, around the end of last year, and the kind of backlash that you know people gave on Twitter and all of that, saying that. Um, you know, they didn't announce the price. Like for them, the announcement was basically like this: that you know, I think it was something like, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. I'll have to get back on this. But it was basically like, from tomorrow, you know, your pricing is going to change, or like from 10 days from now, your pricing is going to change. And these, you know, all users are like, what the, you know, like, how are we going to cope? Like. When you're rolling out a pricing change, you need to take care of your existing customers. You know, if it's like a significant change, let's say from $100 per user to $125 per user, right? That's a 25% increase. And if you're going to do that overnight, um, it's let's say for someone who's got like I don't know, you know, 10 or 20 users, and I'm talking about a very small customer, it's a huge increase in their uh, expenses, and they deserve to at least know. About this a little in advance let apart other things right so I the pricing was not the issue with in drip's case it was the way they rolled it out um, and considering that the product was not you know in the best of its shape at that time there were a lot of people who were like you know what what's, what's wrong with drip it's not that great of a tool and then they're increasing prices without telling us I should not stay with them and then I saw a bunch of other email marketing software's who started Capitalizing on their opportunities, there was uh, companies uh, you know like ConvertKit and Sumo's email marketing software. All of these other companies were like on Twitter saying that hey, if you are a drip customer and you've been affected by this new pricing, um, you should check out our software. It's cheaper. It's all of that, and you saw a lot of people migrating uh, to other tools, which is obviously not a great scenario, right? Um, so we were aware about that, and I want to talk about when we rolled out closest uh, closes pricing. There was thankfully no negative uh, feedback. Uh, there was no negative uh, talk on social media. We didn't get a lot of people because we planned it out a lot in advance. And the other thing was we prepared for like you know the best case and the worst case scenarios and everything. And um, whatever we had our expectation in mind, when we decided to go with the pricing change, that was the pricing, uh, that was what it looked like. So I'm gonna talk about, you know, learnings from announcing pricing changes and how you can do that properly when you're doing that, right? So the first thing, most important, you need, number one, you need to calculate your, you know, best case scenario and worst case scenario, right? and there are lots of frameworks, lots of ways to kind of figure it out. You should talk with your product manager, you should talk with... Somewhere, but essentially it's like this, that... Let's say for example, you raise your prices of... Um, let's say your most lower tier plan from 20 to $30, okay? Um, now the thing is, when you look at the overall... Customers, the number of people on that basic plan, right? How many of those are using the tool like very um, you know are using the tool in a you know like very frequently and very deeply and it's very deeply integrated and some of and a lot of these customers even if you increase the prices they will not leave because they have like constant ten on ten NPS scores and something, right? So and then there are some that are obviously a little unhappy, right? So if you are to take the scenario that everyone who's unhappy, right, will opt out, right? How much is it going to affect your revenue, right? That's the worst case scenario. If you're talking about something where all customers, when they hear about the pricing chain, especially in that plan, were unhappy they leave. Right? That's your worst case scenario. And the definitions could be very different. Uh, but you're basically prepping for the worst. And then the best case scenario where nobody does anything, right? nobody does any kind of change, right? So then, when that pricing change happens, how much is it going to like not affect you, or like how much is your revenue going to grow? And when you consider these two things, you have a baseline that here's how bad it can get, and here's how good it can get. Um, so, uh, so yeah, that's you need to calculate your best case and worst case scenario second thing that you gotta do is you need to reduce any potential negative impact okay so uh, you have to sit down and you know look at all sorts of angles and perspectives and see where you know we could make ourselves ready to reduce this negative impact because when a pricing change happens there's going to be a lot of critics and there's going to be people who, who understand as well right um, and so the way you know I would look at it is uh, when I know that let's say I have two or three very close competitors who are always watching us, right, or who we compete like directly with, right. For those specific cases, I would create, you know, comparison pages. I would create like how we are better than the competitors in terms of pricing, in terms of product feature set. Um, you know, overall solutions, packaging, whatever you uh, offer, right? So I would create those. So let's say, for example, when the pricing change happens, you can be like, I understand that this is not the ideal scenario, but we're still the best tool out there, and you can compare it with these tools or, you know, like compare us and see how we perform, right? So, compassion pages are huge. Um, the second thing is you obviously need to update pricing change across all 30 third-party sites and uh, you know internal site assets. And the reason is because let's say if it's not updated, let's say there the original pricing was $20, right? Now a lot of people who will check these third party sites come to your site and they sign up for your trial and they're like, What? I thought it was $20 and now you're saying $30? This is just not right. Like how can you you know show that price there and then there's going to be disputes and you know you'll have a bad reputation with someone who's just trialing your software so updating pricing across you know the web including your own site and third-party listings is very very important Um, I've I've seen the potential negative impact of that firsthand and it can can cause a lot of uh, pressure on your support team as well right. Um, and then you could also kind of um, You know reduce potential negative impact by you know having like a pricing rollout timeline You know, so maybe you can roll out pricing on one day straight like one public launch and everybody gets the same pricing Or you could do it gradually, you know, you could be like uh, our most our highest revenue customers can receive uh, the notification that the pricing is going to change and move them to, you know, um, different contracts. Tell them much early on, And then you move to like the uh, lesser revenue customers and you keep going trickling down, right? Uh, until you reach like the least paying customers uh, and you announce it to them. That is one way or the other way is, which is very popular is you decide one specific date and then you basically announce it. Um, and number four is basically Another way to also do that is you can decide how much time you want to give to your customers to accommodate this pricing change. Um, 15 days is usually too less. I would lean towards at least about uh, minimum one month, you know, should be even more, but minimum one month because you want to make it, you know, easy for them. Okay. So yeah, I think these are just some of the ways you can reduce negative impact. Number three thing, which is something I would highly, highly, highly recommend, is do a beta rollout before the main rollout, okay? So um, what you can do is you can, you know, contact 10 or 15 customers and you can tell them uh, about this pricing change coming and gauge their feedback. You know, is it mostly negative? Is it positive? Do they understand? And that should kind of give you an idea, a lot of idea on how to proceed with pricing changes on a more larger scale. Um, and number four, which is also just to get back to on the beta rollout, the best people to do that is you know your sales and success team. They'll be the first people to kind of uh, talk to your customers and kind of get the idea. And they have like relationships with their customers. So that would be those would be a great team to kind of uh, delegate this task to. Um, and then the last option, uh, the last step. That you need to obviously remember when rolling out a pricing change is offer the option to grandfather prices for existing customers. So that's a huge, huge critical point because a lot of these customers have been with you for a very long time, right? So when a pricing change happens, you kind of you need to show them some kind of loyalty, right? So you can you can you know you, you can grandfather prices um, for one year, for six months, um, usually. You know, in software, it's mostly like a year. And when you're kind of offering the option for one year, what a lot of companies do is they try to get these customers on an annual contract. Uh, Just because then we know that they'll at least stick on for the next one year, right? Um, So offer the option to grandfather, and yeah, that's pretty much it. And then uh, you can obviously create a lot of assets when let's say a pricing change happens you can say why you did the pricing change what changed in the product what we've planned in the next one year what the roadmap looks like Um, every question answered like how does this pricing look like for me how much is it going to cost me maybe a calculator there or something like um, you know is this pricing uh, going to be uh, not there for like the old customers is going to be only for the new customers is going to be for everybody the date it launches all of those I would suggest you create uh, an internal FAQ document where you can just discuss about this with the team and then kind of publish uh, a fancier version of that FAQ document on the site so it's a lot clearer for everybody that you know here's how it works and I think that would be an excellent way to kind of roll out your pricing changes and uh, w- and this is something that a lot of companies miss they don't plan the pricing change I mean they do but they don't plan it in a way that customers are aware two or three months in advance and they're not kind of doing it slowly and uh, doing that they'd be like they'll change it one day they'll prep they'll create this whole rebrand and stuff and then they'll you know change it and then when it doesn't really go their way then it's kind of like um, there's there's a bit of a panic situation Right, so, um, so, and w- with all of the best case and worst case scenarios worked out in your, uh, you know, in your, in your sheets and in your, in your head, you can pretty much be aware that this is what my expectation is, and you know, you'd probably know how bad it can get, how good it can get. So you'd be a little more sorted when you uh, announce pricing changes. So anyway, this is th- these were my experiences when we rolled out pricing changes. But if there's anything else uh, that you want to add to this, please feel free to let me know. Just reply to the email or or tweet to me at the madbhandari. Or you can email me at mathil at remotemarketing.org. And I look forward to seeing you Again. again. Bye.